obviously, I know that you've set up your own academy over the winter. So, whereas a lot of players have gone away uh, and played Nostrum, wow, this is a new one. Interview in the dark. Um, yeah, what's it been like setting up your own academy? It's, it's been good. It's been absolutely great. Yeah, it's, it's been 18 months in the pipeline. Yeah, so we've taken this time over. We've, you know, looked at the areas, the schools. Um, you know, make sure we get it out to all the kids. So you know, we're getting enough coming and getting involved. But I've been fortunate enough to Johnny's come along. We had Paul Fabres who who's done some session plans and he's he's put his input into it. And now look where where he is. And yeah, it's just been great. Yeah, we've got one at. Uh, Leeds Grammar School, one at Silcoats in Wakefield, and one at um, St Olaf's in, in York, so we've got those areas spread out a little bit. Um, but it's gone really well, I've enjoyed every minute. Um, I think it's not just about the coaching, but you know, getting those values across to young kids about you know working as a team, helping each other, you have to be fit, eat the right things, and enjoy, enjoy the game. You know, you're playing something that you love, so you know, get those stock values, and also with that, have the cricket, you know, want to get the cricket skills improving and, and working on all aspects, all areas. So getting them batting, bowling, fielding and, and working hard together as a team. And was coaching something you, I suppose as a player, as you're going through your career as a bowler, were you, were you thinking at the back of your mind that's something I'd like to do or was it more recent? I think over my career I've got asked would I do one-to-ones and, and would I do coaching sessions and, you know, I suppose I haven't I'm, had enough time. So with my dad who, who's now gone from having a long career with Yorkshire and you know playing playing cricket for many years he's taken up the coaching role he's been a coach now for 25 years so I was supposed to to follow in his footsteps in, in that aspect and it's great and you know again I've, I've enjoyed every minute to, to pass on a little bit of my knowledge and you know kids look up to you and you know they, they ask you questions and, and it's great it's a great feeling so if I can get another Joe Rue or Catherine Brunt you know going out there and representing Yorkshire or England I'd be I'd be more than happy with that yeah, and in terms of um, coaches, I suppose, through your career that have influenced you, maybe even from a young age, who are the sort of junior school coaches or people coming up through the ranks? Yeah, I wouldn't say probably from my younger days, because I didn't play that much Yorkshire schools, but I think, you know, again, my father, you know, to, to watch him and, you know, I had a lot of good knowledge and good words from him, advice over the years, and then, you know, to work under Stephen Fleming, you know, Peter Moores, um, Mick Newell, um, you know, the likes of those guys, Mark Elam, who, who was like a father figure to me at Knotts, you know, to, to learn from those guys, that not just about cricket, but the game in general, um, is, you know, I suppose, stood me in good stead. That's why I suppose I'm still playing today. And But, yeah, to, to move from, from a player to a coaching role eventually would, would, be, would be amazing, yeah. Yeah, and I suppose in terms of this season then, um, you're, I, I politely call it, you're about my age, and we can say we're not quite spring chickens in terms yeah. of professional sport. Yeah. Um, what kind of things do you do to, to extend your career? Because not everyone can, can go on as long uh, into their 30s. Yeah, I don't know. I think I've been lucky. Also, I've, you know, I've been looked after myself. Um, you know, I know my own game. I know my own body. But, yeah, I just take care of myself in general. I eat pretty well and um, stay fit, stretch a lot. Uh, I've just, I suppose I've been lucky with injuries. But, again, I'm 36 isn't that old. So, I, you know, I know age is talked about a lot and it, it does really annoy me because... It's, it's just a number. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If I'm bowling better than the 21-year-old, then I'll play as long as I can. Well, that neat, leads us neatly on to the next one. I've seen Jason very kindly suggesting the press around uh, the World T20 and you as a bowler is uh, presumably international cricket. If, you know, if the New England coach rang you up in a few months and said, Ryan, come on, 
let's, let's get someone who can bowl straight and uh, be economical. Would that be a... If, if I got asked for 20 twins, I'd, I'd have to consider it, yes. But I think, as Dizzy alluded to, I think everything else is beyond me now. You know, I'm loving being back at Yorkshire. You know, I've got another two years on my contract and I'm enjoying every minute, you know, coming in to train and, and play with these young guys as, you know definitely give me a, a kick up the backside to, to play longer I, I really enjoy it and again you know I think for Dizzy you know the com- nice compliments he's made him and Frog you know they mean the world you know because they're my coaches and, and to hear those things is, is really nice and you know it makes me want to go out there and, and do better and, and take wickets for, for the likes of those guys for Dizzy and Frog you know they've, they've stood by me you know they look after me and, and that's probably the reason why I've, I'm playing as long as I have done yeah, and, and I suppose the last question would be around um, with your coaching. What sort of uh, I suppose values would would you you think you've learnt over your career? Because you know, someone going in at sort of twenty is going to have very different experience to someone like you who's been there and seen it all. So, someone coming into say um, cricket, what would you think is important? To, is it how you play the game? Is it? Uh, yeah. I think it's, it's all areas now. I think it's not just about the game playing. I think. You know, to to be polite, you know, well mannered, you know, do something away from the game of cricket, you know, go out there and enjoy, work hard, you know, train hard, but have those values, those family values, and you know, when you go out there, play, play tough, play hard, but also respect, respect each other, respect the opposition. I think you go a long way. I think generally with the young kids, you know, is, is getting them to to work as a team, you know, and help each other because. You need that. You need people's help all the time, and you know, if they can help each other, then they'll definitely improve. It with, even without me, me saying very much. Well, it's an interesting one about respect because I'm really interested to see it. international cricket. There's obviously a line that people hopefully don't cross in terms of sledging and all of that stuff, and you've got to put it in the context of you know you're fighting to win and tempers boil over. Do you think? Because I certainly notice there's a lot more of that nowadays, and yeah, people are role models. What, what's your view of you know sledging and, and obviously the impact it can have for juniors? Look, I, I know that sometimes it goes over the top, and you know with the adrenaline and you know that that specific moment in a game, it, it does happen. But I think with that, it, again, is about the respect. I, I think also stems from all you know from football, from cricket. You know, you look at football now, the amount of diving and, and cheating, it's not teaching the kids very much. And I, I think the FA let the players get away with too much. And again, in cricket, I, I think, you know, you, you look at rugby and cricket, you know, no one really has a go at the umpires because you, you have that, that respect for them. You know, they do make bad decisions and they are a bit peeved off at, on occasions and it, it does happen. But I think, again, is, is respecting the game and again a lot of kids come to watch you now so it's about letting them see the game how it's played properly yeah you are going to get a little bit of niggle and, and that's part of sport but I think you know being polite and, and showing everybody how you play the game you play it hard but with respect to everyone and what do you do away from the you know what do you do for the downtime away from the game that, that chills you out and uh, yeah something different look I've got a young family so they, they chill me out that's quiet <laughs> Um, but also, yeah, I'm a massive rugby league fan. That, that's my, my passion, my love. Um, you know, I have so much respect for, for what those guys do. They're the ultimate athletes. And, you know, Bradford Bulls is my uh, team, my team, boyhood team. Um, but I love the game. It's a, I think it's the greatest game. And for me, you know, I've been fortunate enough through, through my cricket career to meet a lot of rugby league players. And, 
they're role models to me. You know the way they play the game hard. You know they, they show the ref respect. Um, you know they, they batter the hell out of each other and, and then they shake hands at the end and, and that's how the game should be played. And you know I think those are the guys that everybody should look up to. It's interesting because I watch, I suppose, rugby union and you see something like the Six Nations, physicality there, but there's no disrespect to the referee. And if, if there is, then you march back and you penalise as a team and it yeah. soon cuts it out. And I think yeah. there's lessons. Do you think there's lessons to be learned from cricket? Yeah, I think so. I think all sports, every sport can improve, but I think, yeah, you, you look at the likes of rugby league and, and rugby union, they're the role models, as it were.